was a freezing January in Texas when I went to hunt feral hog in one of the state parks. I'd won a hunting lottery, drawing the envy of several of my friends who would enter every year but never seemed to win. It was a long drive, but my friends pushed me into committing to the trip because of it being a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. It was a long five-hour drive to the park. The long highway stretching seemingly into infinity composed most of the trip, passing so many ranches that looked the same that I could hardly tell one from the other. As I drove, temperatures seemed to drop slowly into freezing. I arrived as the sun was setting on the horizon. An orange, hazy sky gave way to a star-filled night sky. I quickly set up my tent and sleeping arrangements. By nightfall, the ground had completely frozen. Hammering in tent stakes was like driving a pickaxe into stone. Bundling up in my sleeping bag, I had a relatively sleepless night in the cold air. Thankful for the initial rays of sunlight, I got dressed and set up the remainder of my camp. It's nothing quite like that first meal over the camp stove. Propane burner and percolator coffee has a special feel to it. Feeling regenerated after some coffee and a decent meal, I made my way to the main office of the state park. We were given a briefing on the park boundaries, where to hunt for the hogs and some obvious safety precautions. I listened carefully, so I was clear on the ground rules. You're out here solo? The park ranger asked me. Yeah, I just got here last night. Weather was brutal, I said in reply. He chuckled then. Yeah, last night sucked. Hey, just keep an eye out at night. We've seen some signs of mountain lion out here. They'll usually stay away from you, so you should be fine. Okay, thanks for the heads up, I replied, nodding in agreement. I wasn't too worried about a mountain lion. They were usually very reclusive animals around humans, but you never know sometimes. The park rangers went on to say that after they closed the park this evening, we are on our own. They would not be returning, and because of how the park was being divided up, the hunters were not likely to run into each other. We wrapped up the briefing and I returned to my campsite. They had authorized us to begin the hunt that evening, and I couldn't wait to get out there. A chance to get started earlier than expected. I would be scoping out the best places to set up for the next couple of days. I prepared my rifle, a 30-06 bolt action with a 6-24 magnification scope. Because the hogs were mostly active during the nighttime, I'd be using a red light to see them as they moved around. Green and red lights were used with some animals with poor vision. They go colorblind past a certain color spectrum, so it was possible to hunt them at night without giving yourself away. The first night of hunting did not yield a hog. I covered most of the area I'd been assigned and found some likely places that they had tracked over. Even though I heard them, a clear shot did not present itself, and I didn't want to spook them away. Returning to my campsite sometime in the evening, I formulated a game plan for the next morning. Lay in my sleeping bag, thinking about where I would set up for my next attempt, and where they were most likely to approach from. The wind outside started to pick up, gently pressing in on the sides of my tent. The trees and tall grass around me softly sighed and creaked as the air passed through. I lay there, relaxed, listening to the quiet sounds of nature around me. It really was a unique experience, and one that couldn't be replicated in the rush of the daily grind.
It was when I was slowly drifting off to sleep when I heard something, something that didn't fit into the natural soundscape of wind and grass. Footsteps and the sound of dry grass crunching were coming from outside my tent. At first, I wasn't sure I was hearing this. Maybe it was an animal, something off in the brush moving to a warmer spot. No, these footsteps were larger, deliberate, and heading right for my camp. They were also spaced apart in a way that made me think it was something sneaking. This sent a shiver down my spine because it didn't pan at all with how this was supposed to work. Nobody was supposed to be in my area at all. Sat up on my air mattress, sleeping bag slipping off my upper body. I listened intently, trying to confirm my suspicions about the origins of the sound. It stopped suddenly, just before it reached the boundaries of my tent. Continuing to listen, I dared myself to open the flap and look. I reached up my hand, but before I could touch the zipper, another sound permeated the night. Some sort of chant, loud but incomprehensible, spoken in a language I couldn't understand. It didn't sound like there was one person either, more like dozens and dozens of people. Their voices seemed to carry on the wind, bringing the rhythmic call all around my tent, drowning out the calm noises of the natural scene. I leapt out of my sleeping bag and zipped the window flap open so hard I nearly ripped the tent. The sound stopped suddenly as a view of the outside came into focus. No one. Nobody was out there. Putting on my pants and shoes, I got completely out of the tent. Turning on a flashlight, I scanned the whole area around my campsite, even looking for some sign of tracks leading up to my tent from the area I heard them approach. Again, nothing. Off in the distance, I heard the telltale cackle of coyotes. Probably a large pack of them found some food. My brain turned over, trying to find a rational explanation for this event. Is this what I heard? Some coyotes off in the distance mixed with the sound of the wind? What about the footsteps? Could have been an animal. The park ranger did warn me about mountain lions in the area. I decided then that there were plenty of reasonable explanations for this, and that I was being irrational. I got back in my tent and sleeping bag, resigning myself to a good night's sleep, and shook off the feeling of uncertainty that was weighing on me. My alarm woke me just before sunrise. Feral hogs were most active during sunset and sunrise, so I was hoping to scout out some more areas and possibly catch one wandering back to a nest. There were a series of trails I had not yet explored around the back of the park. They led to a section of river feeding the lake, which seemed like a plausible water source. I slung my rifle over my shoulder and started the hike. The dark trail was still and quiet in the moonlight. Stars shone above, vibrant with life, with no artificial light to pollute the picture. The shrubs to my left and right grew thicker as I continued down the path, creating a feeling of being closed in. I've never thought of myself as being claustrophobic, but the narrowing path and the dim light had an effect on my psyche that made me uncomfortable. I pressed on, though, determined to scout out this trail for any sign of hog. When the trail started to open into a small clearing, I stopped, having seen a shape in the dim light of the coming sunrise. I flicked on my red flashlight, slowly moving it toward the shape. 
The hogs were colorblind, but making sudden shadows could be perceived as movement, and they would flee. The light slowly illuminated a furry body, laying on its side in the middle of the clearing. Was it already dead? I brought my rifle to the ready, pulling back the bolt and chambering around. I crept up to the creature to investigate further. The furry body was indeed that of a dead hog, an adolescent. My first thought was that this was what the pack of coyotes were cackling about the previous night. Something about this was strange, though. A head had been removed from the body and was nowhere in sight. The body was otherwise untouched. Nothing had tried to eat it. Nothing had otherwise injured the body. The animal seemed to have been killed simply by its head being severed and removed. This was incredibly weird. No animal out here would simply kill this pig and not eat it. Like it was killed just for the sake of killing. Hunted for sport, and not by me or any other human hunter in the area. Looking up from the body, I scanned the rest of the clearing for any other signs, and my jaw dropped when I realized this wasn't the only body. I hadn't realized, in the poor light, that this clearing was filled with bodies. I walked the circle, noting that the bodies were not haphazardly arranged as if a fight or pursuit had happened. These animal corpses had been arranged in a perfect circle in the clearing. The center of the circle had lines drawn from the bodies to the center, creating a symmetric design out of the bodies. Stepping back, I realized I had disturbed several of the lines without realizing it. I moved out of the circle and down the trail, not sure how to interpret what I just found. Hurrying back to camp, I had had enough of this trail and whatever was going on. Reaching my campsite, I hopped in my car and drove to the main office. Cell service was sketchy at best, and I wanted to report this finding to the head ranger in charge. It was morning now, the sunlight evaporating frost and dew off the grass from the cold night. Reaching the main office a short time later, I went through the front entrance and located a phone. A post-it note had been pasted on the phone with emergency phone numbers. The head ranger picked up the phone immediately. I explained the finding as thoroughly as I could, and where I found it. Huh, that's pretty weird. But you know, the park borders private land. You were right up against someone's property there. And I can tell you we've had some problems with some teenagers that live on that side. It's no secret the park is closed right now while you're on the hunt, and they probably took the opportunity to pull a prank, he speculated. This did seem like a plausible explanation. A bunch of troublemakers trying to pull a prank, but something still didn't add up. Okay, but I thought for a moment. This is their idea of a joke, really? Cutting up a bunch of pigs and laying them out? Kinda screwed up if you ask me said. The head ranger paused for a moment before replying. Look, what do you want me to say? Kids are weird, and we're not there to police all of the trails. It's going to be a little more wild out there than any other time. Did you see anything you thought was dangerous? He asked finally. No, I didn't. Just suspicious, I said, realizing that this conversation was not going how I expected. Then don't worry about it. Enjoy the hunt. Let me know if you run into anything more serious, he said. That was the end of the conversation. I hung up the phone and walked back to the car. 
Maybe I was overreacting. What was the big deal if there were some dead animals in a trail? Heck, I was there to kill some of the hogs myself. Driving back to camp, I decided what I needed was a good meal, maybe a nap after all the excitement from the night before. Get rested and refreshed before setting up a blind for my hunt this evening. The days seemed to go by faster than I expected. I couldn't help but feel a little bit nervous as the sun started to droop over the rolling hills of the park landscape. I could come up with reasonable explanations for what I'd experienced so far, but it still made me uneasy to head out into the darkness on my own with what had happened so far. I reached my spot I'd scouted out for setting up for the evening hunt, a small perch overlooking a small patch of lake where the hogs had been rooting. My hope was to catch some of them coming for a drink in the middle of the night. I stretched my blind material over the spot and set up a chair. Now all I had to do was wait. The night seemed to drag on without much activity. I sat, eyes peeled for any sign of movement, or really, any sign of animals at all. The night sky was peaceful, but the ground brought an unnatural stillness to the area. It was roughly 1 a.m. when I had my first sign of movement, something moving around in a nearby thicket. I readied my rifle, anticipation building for bagging the first hog. What emerged from the tree line and bushes, however, was not what I was expecting. A long, four-legged creature casually walked out of the bushes. It wasn't like any hog or like any animal that I had seen before. Its movement was smooth, articulate. On all fours, it was roughly three feet tall and was maybe five or six feet in length. It walked into a clearing right in front of my blind. It reached a section where the moonlight illuminated it like a spotlight in the field of grass. It stopped, turned, and looked directly at me, sitting in my chair. I froze for a moment, unsure of what I was looking at. The creature stood then, rocked back for a moment on its hind legs, and with a sickening, cracking noise, its legs straightened, giving it a bipedal stance. I stood from my chair, unsure of what I was looking at, but instinctually trying to make myself appear as large as possible. Get out! Get out of here! I shouted at it. The creature refused to move. I raised my arms and again shouted. Still nothing. I don't know what made me do it. Maybe it was the nerves and uncertainty that had plagued my mind for the last 24 hours. But I raised my rifle and fired a shot into the ground to the side of the creature. The report of the rifle rang out into the night, bullet impacting the dirt and gravel. It shot dust into the air and kicked some rocks to the side. The creature looked down for a moment where the bullet hit the ground, then back at me. That's when it happened, the sound, a laughing noise coming from the creature, only coming from lungs and body that weren't quite human. Not only that, the cackling of the coyote started up again, all around me. Packs and packs of them. They must have been hiding in the brush and trees in every direction. All of them cackling in a morbid chorus, echoing into the night, driving terror into my heart. Fear getting the better of me, I ditched the blind and started running from my car. I looked left and saw the creature just standing there, continuing to watch, continuing to make the cackling laughter that was driving me from this place. I reached my car door and jumped inside, 
firing up the engine. I shine the high beams in the direction of the creature. It was no longer standing, but now charging at my direction. I backed up in a wide arc and then hit the gas pedal to get to the main road. I didn't know what that was, but at that point I was done with the hog hunt. Backing at full speed to the main office, I intended to leave the park, maybe come back during the day and collect my campsite. When I reached the main office, it dawned on me just how secure the park was. I reached the main gate, which had been closed, padlocked, and was completely blocking vehicle traffic from entering or exiting the park. As far as vehicle travel, I was shut in, completely trapped in the bounds of the park without assistance from one of the rangers. Considering my options, I thought for a moment about hopping the fence, making a break for it on foot. I knew there was no way I could outrun anything like what I saw in the clearing. If there was a way out of this, it was going to be calling for help and defending myself from whatever is out there. Looking down at my rifle, I pulled back the bolt, releasing the spent cartridge from the chamber and pushing forward a fresh bullet up the feed ramp. I wasn't going to end up like those animals I saw. I had no intention of going down without a fight. I moved from my car to the main office, lights off, and building completely dark except for the moonlight that bathed the grounds, hoping and praying that I could make a call for help that could free me from this place. <laughs>